And now, more sports and torts with David Spada and Elliot Heron. Elliot, I think I found someone to market our show. Yes. The anybody lovely partic- lady to my anybody left. Anybody in particular? The lovely lady to your left, to my right? To your right, my left. Don't confuse me. Payel Patel, the director of media, public relations for the Chicago Soul FC, which, as we all know, is the newest addition to the Chicago landscape of sports teams, a member of the major indoor soccer league. So far, so good? Yes, you're doing great. (laughs) And the Soul has its home opener Friday, December 7th at the Sears Center. Yep, tomorrow. And who are they playing? The Rochester Lancers. It's New York, right? <laughs> well, there's a Rochester, Minnesota for the Mayo Clinic, right? Oh, okay. So it, it is Rochester, New York, though. Yep. This is the first season. Mm-hmm. How did you get involved? Um, I got involved back in the uh, summer of this past year, um, in June, when the operations first started up and got the ball rolling. Um I heard about this new franchise here in Chicago, and I'm a big soccer fan. So naturally, I wanted to be a part of it. And um, when um, I got the opportunity, I jumped on board, and it's been a crazy ride, but fun so far. Your background? Um, so I graduated from Marquette University in 2009, and I went uh, to school for actually broadcasting and public relations as well. Um I originally started off as a sports reporter in Wisconsin, um, covering the Milwaukee Brewers, the Bucks, and uh, Green Bay Packers, which was a lot of fun. And um, now I'm doing the pure end of things. So, what you see both sides? Yeah. Do you have a preference? Well, I've always wanted to be on the journalism side, the broadcasting side. Um, it's a lot of fun for me. Exciting. I enjoy it very much. Um, but PR is not bad either. I, I've had a good time with the soul so far. Um, I guess if I had to choose between the two, I would love to get back into broadcasting. Um, but we'll see. Okay. So far you've made it to uh, Syracuse yep. on a road trip and things like that. You've gotten a, a feel for what an indoor soccer game is like. Mm-hmm. What are your uh, anticipations for Friday's home opener? You know, um, it's been a tough uh, road trip. We've been on the road for seven consecutive games, and to open up that way in our inaugural year, it was very difficult. Um, but at the same time, the guys have been able to build camaraderie on the road, um, you know, getting close and building chemistry. So I think coming home and applying it at home in front of their family and friends in front of a crowd that supports them will probably be a great um, thing for them. And I think that they can build on that and hopefully start a hot, hot streak at home. So it should be great. What's this between the fire and the soul? Well, fire is outdoor. Um, and the soul is indoor. Um, both are the top and um, top level of professional soccer in Chicago. Um, MISL is the highest level of indoor soccer um, in terms of leagues. And so to be a part of that, uh, the league equivalent of the MLS is very cool. And so the soul and the fire don't directly compete, but um, 
they kind of go hand in hand. When the soul season is over, the fire season begins. When the fire season is over, the soul season begins. Because when I was young, I remember the sting. They played indoors and outdoors. They did. And it was mm-hmm. the same team, so I wasn't sure if there was a difference. Oh, yeah. Um, the, at, the sting played in a different league at the time, and they were year-round. So, um, But right now, we're just indoor. Yeah, that was the North American Soccer League and yep. Pele uh, playing for the New York Cosmos and all that good stuff. Absolutely. And Chicago had Carl Heinz Granitza. Mm-hmm. And, and including our head coach, our current head coach, Manny Rojas, was a Sting member. And Pat Omarhedek. Mm-hmm. That's about all I remember. That, and Willie Roy was her coach. Yeah. Yes. He, he's coached everybody. <laughs> Has his transition to coach been easy, do you think? For Manny? Yeah. I think so. I think he's found a rhythm. Um, I think that, you know, it, he's he had taken a little break um, and was coaching youth uh, soccer prior to this, but um, he's got so much experience under his belt. He was in the 1982 FIFA World Cup and for the, representing the Chile team, um, and he's been playing in so many different prestigious leagues and teams, so he's got a great background, and he brings a lot of experience to the, te- the current team and teaching the young guys the ropes. Okay. Now, do you have much dealings with the players? I do. Um, yeah. Is, is that where your multiplicity of languages comes in handy? <laughs> you speak English, Portuguese, Spanish, and a few others? I do. Yep, I speak seven in total. Um, I don't have to speak in different languages with the, the players. They all can speak English. But um, sometimes I have to do a little bit of Spanish work, and um, it's fun. How do you learn seven languages at such a young, young age? <laughs> well, um, my parents taught me multiple languages because they knew multiple languages. So um, from my native background, I learned probably three or four. And then in school, I picked up about two or three more. And then I picked up on, most recently picked up on sign language. So yeah, David and I yeah. both struggle with English. So that, <laughs> yeah, I know. That, that's why we marvel at anybody that can speak more than one or even one. Thank you. Biggest challenge facing the soul, do you think? You know, it, it's always been tough to make indoor soccer work in this market. Um, when you look at the teams that have come before us, uh, you can't help but wonder, you know, why didn't it work? Um, we've had, you know, from the sting to the uh, riot to the storm. Um, there are a couple others, but uh, I guess it's been a challenge to make indoor soccer a phenomenon here. And um I think it will be different this time around. Soccer is on the rise ever since this past World Cup. You know, it's been growing. The Fire have seen a huge increase in their fan base. So we're hoping to kind of tap into that that rise of um, interest in soccer. And I assume it's more than just the soccer itself. You know, like the Bulls, it's an entertainment experience beyond just what dribbles on the basketball court. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's not just what happens on the field. It's the whole game presentation and um, everything that comes along with it. The fans have to enjoy the experience of being there, and that's why we've got some great promotions lined up, like Dollar Beer, Dollar Hot Dogs. I mean, you can't beat that. <laughs> together on separate nights. I'm sorry, together on the same night. Oh, okay. So, Are you having, like, a mascot and cheerleaders? Or? Yep, we'll have, uh, we do have a dance team um, and uh, entertainment team. And we don't have a mascot at the moment, but we are in the process of developing one, and we should have one ready for our mascot game on February 8th. David is just letting you know that he is available 
Well, when you do select that mascot, to be our mascot, you okay. know, fr- <laughs> Friday evenings when a lot of your games sure. are, are played, he's available. Good to know. Does it pay? Um, you know, you'll have to take that up with the owner. <laughs> who's, your, who's the owner of the soul? Dave Mokri. Oh, okay. And how did Dave decide he wanted to own a soccer team? Um, you know, I think this opportunity was presented to him and it sounded interesting and I, he's a big sports fanatic and was very excited about bringing a soccer team here to Chicago. And, um, you can see that enthusiasm like when you meet him and, and you see him, he's very excited and very pumped up about this new season and making the soul work here in Chicago. You have any soccer skills? I do. I played soccer all my life. Up until college, at least. Okay, so we should start a women's indoor soccer league? I agree. Oh, yeah. I'm all for it. <laughs> you could be a, not only the PR person, but, a, you know, one of the stars of the team. Absolutely. So, sound like a plan? What, what position did you play? I uh, played forward and midfield. Okay. Were girls worried about messing their hair when they played soccer? I didn't. <laughs> I, now, I never played indoor. I played outdoor. Um, and that was even messier because you're, you know, sometimes right. there's mud, you get dirty and everything. And I didn't care. I mean, I was there to, I'm very competitive. I was there to win whatever it took. <laughs> <laughs> take somebody down, you take them down. Yep. I always like slide into the point when you go for the ball and watch her go airborne. Yep. I've done that a couple times. You don't get too much of that in the indoor game. Um, you get, you, you do see a little bit more, um, you see a different type of intensity. Uh, you go crashing into the boards in, in indoor soccer because, you know, got the boards all the way around. And, um, you know, in that sense, it, it kind of relates to hockey because it gets very intense and you're hitting and you're constantly banging up and all that. Well, you know, for people who find the outdoor game sort of boring because they don't really understand the concept of all the strategy involved. Mm-hmm. The indoor game can be more like pinball with, with a, little, <laughs> a little quicker pace and a little. There's still strategy involved. Yep. But the action is a little faster. A little oh, it's more definitely pure. more fast paced than outdoor. Um, you know, because obviously the field is more compressed, um, and they're constantly running back and forth. It's high scoring, um, and you just have to be a lot more quicker. And there's things like power plays, and you know, you get penalties and that sort of thing. And so, um, it's definitely a different experience than outdoor. Now, for fans who go to the uh, games, are there any marquee players that they should be aware of? Yes, there are. We have some players on the rise and some veterans who have done this for many years and are great. Um, For example, uh, our team captain, Matthew Stewart, who actually is coming to us from the defending champions, Milwaukee Wave. Um, He's been a great leader on the field and... um, He's, I believe, 13, he holds 13 points on the league leaderboard right now. Then there's, uh, Bato Rodonchik, um, and he is also, uh, a very, um, big target in the league. Um, he just scored two goals against the Milwaukee Wave this past Saturday. Um, and then there's Carlos Munoz, who is a, uh, a rookie. It's his first year in the league, and he's doing very well. He's, he holds 20 points. Um, and he's sitting, I believe, um, I think fifth in the league right now in scoring. So pretty impressive. How did they come up with the name Chicago Soul? You know, it's something that just stuck. You th- when you think of Chicago and you think of the, the soul history here, it just it had a nice ring to it, and Dave loved it. And so once we, we went with that name, nothing else really 
fit, I guess. And so we stuck to it, and it worked. Have, have they come up with a name for the uh, entertainment team? I know there was talk of soulmates, and they thought, mm, maybe not that. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they went back and forth on that for a while because um, we wanted something that had a nice ring to it. That's something that was clever. Um, but I think they are going to settle on soulmates. Okay. The Chicago soulmates. I thought sweet and soul. <laughs> Oh, you know, I, I didn't hear about that as a suggestion. You should have submitted that. Where was Could your creativity it. when they needed it? <laughs> I must have been out of it. What's the FC? Chicago Soul FC. What's the FC stand? It stands for? for football club. Um, if you can you're, tell David's uh, a soccer aficionado. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're uh, a soccer fan, um, you would, you know, typically in in Europe and in South America, football is what they refer to as. So and so, when that's carried over here to the authentic soccer fans, still referring to it as a football club. So that's what the FC stands for. Are you a, a Euro League fan? I do follow the Euro, Euro leagues out there. Yep, I'm a fan. Any team in particular? Well, I love watching Barcelona. Um, they've got one of the uh, best players on that team in uh, Lionel Messi. So love following that team. Um, I'm also a big fan of uh, Brazil's national team. So uh, when the World Cup comes around or when there's international games, I love to follow Brazil. It's it's like rooting for the uh, the Yankees, though, isn't it? You know, <laughs> a, a team that's always at the top. Yeah, Um and I, I didn't exactly develop my um, interest that way. I guess it started with with my family becoming interested in in um, that particular team, and then it became a loyalty thing. But I mean, it's always nice to follow a winning reputation. Well, team. it's it's interesting to see how the American interest in European soccer has mm-hmm. has grown. Oh yeah, incredibly so. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and to be able to, all the Americans have to do is figure a way to translate to have that interest in American soccer. Absolutely, and that's exactly what we're trying to do here. Um, kind of feed off of the the frenzy that's that's developing out here for for soccer, um, especially you know even women's soccer is coming up um, with what they did at the Olympics and what they did in the World Cup. I think that people are starting to, you know, look at soccer and get excited about it. Well, and and the women's league, which had folded, mm-hmm. now there a, a new one There's is a new one. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just announced a couple of weeks ago, so that's really exciting. I'm really glad there's a new women's league. And there's supposed to be a Chicago franchise in that as well. I yes. believe. Yes. Yes. Like the Chicago Red Stars. Oh, they already have a name for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. The... You want to apply to be mascot for them too, oh. David? <laughs> mascot for everybody. What are your promotional things during the games? I mean, that you do. Are you like? Throwing T-shirts to the crowd or oh, yeah. contests? Absolutely. We'll we'll have all the um, all that sort of things going on, and then we'll also have we'll have T-shirt tosses during you know breaks. Um, we'll do T-shirt t-shirt tosses even when players score a goal. So um, as part of this goal celebration, they'll throw something out into the crowd and um, get people excited. It's amazing what T-shirt tosses can do. I mean, when I went to the other, the road games, when you come out with the T-shirts, everyone goes crazy. So it's a great you know hype um, to have at the game and then we'll do lots of games during halftime and breaks and then our dance team will put on a nice little performance and I got a suggestion for you I remember when I was young a soccer player doing this after he scored a goal he would take a shirt off and throw it in the stands 
You know, I don't know if he's allowed to take his jersey off and throw it. I, I don't. I think that might be a league fine, <laughs> but he can take a shirt that we toss to him, and then he'll toss that out. <laughs> now, in addition to the dance team, there's also uh, an entertainment team that will wander around yes. and have certain functions yep. interacting with fans. Yep, they'll be our promotional team that will, um, like you said, interact with fans. Um, They'll be helping push our merchandise um, and our gear and basically just helping the fans have a great experience. And for those who are trying to coordinate their wardrobes, your colors are green and black? Green and black. Um, lime green. Uh, it's it's green, an, yeah. an interesting shade of green. Yeah, it is. Um, it's, it's that bright neon green. You can't miss it. It stands out. So, um, and I was actually part of the color choosing process. So, green's my favorite color. Okay. So, I to go with so it. we know how much clout you have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for All having other me. PR people pale in comparison to you. Oh, thank you. That makes me feel great. <laughs> and it's not just because your name's pale. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> you guys are funny. He's the comedian here, yeah. folks. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Sports and Torts. We want to thank our guests, Pale Patel and also Bob Rosenberg. I'm David Spada with my co-host, Ellie Harris. Thanks for listening.